0: Hey, you busy? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Let me run something past you real quick. It's been a little while since I gave you the typical rant, you know, triggered by something that I saw on the interweb streets and just decided, you know what, I've had enough uh but guess what (laughs) wait no longer the time is now the time is here okay great what a song about it here go uh saw something on instagram and i've been kind of stewing on this i'm not even gonna hold you i didn't really know if i wanted to no that's a fib let me not Mm -mm. let me make the devil liar real quick i knew that i wanted to speak on it I just didn't know what direction I wanted to take. If I wanted to go full Kanye or, you know, somewhere in the vicinity thereof. So I decided to do a nice little even kill and give you a little bit of both, okay? Right there smack in the center if you will. If you do not know by now all the conversations that we have we have had, I am one that is serious about personal growth. And personal growth absolutely requires there to be some form of unveiling, unveiling and honesty with yourself. So that means that anything that looks like it has the propensity to block self-growth, uh, getting to the next level, whatever that may look like, I am bulldog in the streets when it comes to exactly that. I do not do well with anything that tries to penetrate someone's peace and then try to promote strangulation of growth. I don't do well with that. That is a form of bondage. I know that Jesus did not do that awesome thing that he did on Calvary for us to be in any form of bondage. So when I see it, I detect it henceforth why the rants come out, okay? And I especially despise it in relationships of any sort. If it has the S-H-I-P at the end, I, I despise that there's some form of bondage there. Intimate relationships, family, friends, What if you are relating to someone, that means the ship thereof should be that you are conjoining with someone in a level of closeness that creates intimacy. And so there should not be anything within that intimate relationship that should promote anything but peace and growth, not perfection, progression. There are differences all over the place. We're not even going to try to get to the semantics thereof. But when I saw this particular clip of this famous YouTuber influencing couple by the name of DeVal and Candeen, it really, really, really hurt my feelings. I, might, I, I don't know another way to say that. Because we already live in a culture that is very pro-side chick, Right? Like, it's not a, no one's clutching their pearls to hear that such and such stepped out or, you know, such and such put out the business of intimacy that goes on in the bedroom. Like, there was once a time, believe it or not, that you didn't want everyone to know what took place with your, you know, reproductive organs. You didn't want people to know that. There was once a time that you did not want to be like, okay, and so I did whatever with whoever. There was once a time that class okay as the good bishop jay-z said you can go to class i'm probably going to chop this up um you oh i'm sorry thank you holy spirit because you know i'm good with the new york ear uh you can go to school but you can't buy class huh <laughs> let me say Jay, listen holy spirit listen to jay-z because i didn't remember that and the remembrance comes from who the holy spirit so don't at me so there was once a time that class was you know it was something to gravitate for. We wanted our grandmothers to have that. We wanted, you know, men wanted the mother of the children to have that. You know, it, don't it, you I was going to get muddled cuz everybody's grandmother, but you get what I'm trying to say. And so when people are brave enough to discuss their relationships, to discuss things that are maybe taboo or not it kind of gives a ooh, I really hope that when someone's discussing this that they are encouraging people because marriage is not the go-to if people are doing that now for financial economic reasons they're doing it for other reasons outside of I really want to build a legacy in God's covenant. I really want to make sure that the person that I am being yoked with is evenly yoked with me so that we can make a better scramble uh, omelette, if you will. There is so much power and covenant and it's just not taken seriously. You, you want the ring and you want the big wedding and you know it's a bigger deal on who's in your wedding opposed to what's in your wedding, Who's in your marriage? <laughs> you know, you so worried about let's run that back. You so worried about who's gonna be a bridesmaid, but can we go ahead and make sure that you are the bridegroom, the Christ though? Like can we make sure the dude who's getting ready to be covering over you that he even knows how to cover and he cannot cover you if he don't know Christ? Okay, great. Okay, I'm getting okay, I'm getting hype a little bit before time, and that's you and that's correct. However, <sighs> this influencing couple by the name of Deval and Kadeem went ahead and decided they wanted to talk about sex and marriage. Okay? I'm going to keep it classy because I'm somebody's grandbaby. Clip is a little long. Okay? I'm going to play as much as, it is, as I see fit. It's a total of six minutes. Um, but when I feel like I had enough and I can't take no more, I'm going to go ahead and pause it and come right back. But I couldn't go a millisecond longer without talking about this because we need to. So, um I'm going to play this and when I come back, I may or may not have all my deodorant intact, but we're going to discuss this because I'm disgusted, okay? Let's go.
1: Based <laughs> on our marriage laws and uh-huh. the the contract we have signed with each other, right, to have sex with anybody else. Right. So these urges that come, mm-hmm. I have to share them with the one person I decide <laughs> to spend the rest of my life with. Right. So that that brings me back to my 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 soundbite okay right I don't understand and this is what we can discuss Mm
2: -hmm.
1: as a woman because I don't I don't want to say it's a man versus woman thing but a lot of women do complain oh my husband's always on me why is he always on me Mm -hmm. if sex is gonna be a chore for you that you don't really want to do why do women constantly push monogamy on men if you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you Mm -hmm. Why do you push monogamy on that?
2: Well, who's to say I pushed anything on anybody? Like, Well, we know that people, you pushed
1: monogamy on me.
2: I pushed monogamy I forced you to get married to me?
1: Tom out. I didn't say you forced me to get married, but did you not say to me that you wanted to be engaged and you wanted to be married before you lived with me?
2: You I didn't want, say that? I want a billion dollars. That don't mean I'm going to get it. I but, can want but something, asking, but not...
1: You. you right now, you dodge dodging the question. Nobody
2: pressed you to, to do it. Yes, is that something I wanted? Yes, it was. But
1: you didn't impress me. To, are you going to lie now so to the people because we're talking about sex? Deval, you're going to lie now to the people? Deval.
2: knowing mean, you strong, didn't want monogamy. Of course I did.
1: So then why are you avoiding the question?
2: That's not avoiding the question. I'm saying, does that mean because I want it and I requested that, that you were going to deliver it? Like nobody pressed you for that.
1: Talking about you just said you wanted it and requested it. Do you not hear yourself?
2: I can make a request. Is the request going to be granted?
1: Am I That's not? Up to am, you, I, bro? am I not granting you monogamy?
2: You are granting it to me. So,
1: this is my question. This is my question. Always.
2: Look at 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 your boy. Look at your boy.
1: This is my question. If you wanted monogamy... Okay. Okay. Why would you want monogamy if monogamy if if sex is a chore for you? That's the question. You're avoiding the question. I'm not
2: avoiding the question, but at first you said me, women or or in general me specifically are pushing monogamy on somebody. Okay, yes, that's something that I wanted, but I didn't press you for it and be like, Deval I'm gonna hold a gun come to out. your head to propose to so me." So, talk about. also, women... also okay. let me finish. Also, I don't feel like I was adequately prepared. For marriage. And I've said that before because if I knew that marriage and monogamy was going to involve me trying to meet you where you were at sexually for years to come, then I probably would have reevaluated it if I wanted to be monogamous anyway.
1: So that's fair, but we're not even, even talking about marriage. Let's even talk about dating, right? Okay. Two people are dating. Typically in society, who asks for exclusivity first, a woman or a man? I would say a woman. Thank you, that was my whole point. See, you were going all over the place. If women typically ask for exclusivity first, then when they get exclusivity, say, he always on me, he always wanna have sex. Why are we asking men for exclusivity if we do not wanna participate in sex at the same level as men? We have to think about what that does to a man, and I don't think that that conversation is being had.
2: Okay, I agree, and that part I agree with. Yes, women are typically the ones that will ask for the exclusivity. I get that. Yes. But what I'm saying is me as a woman, I don't think that I was necessarily prepared or in the mindset to know that. It's almost like once you get into it, then you're like, oh, shoot, like this is what I'm going to have to keep up with. I get that. Us speaking as 36 year old people know that now. Had I known that at 26, I I would have to contend with that, even in the dating realm. Then it might have been something I would have reevaluated.
1: So now let's go back to what you asked me. You said to me, you never pressured me to get married. In 2007, we were living together, right? You said you no longer wanted to live with me and shack up with me mm-hmm. because you wanted to be my wife, not my girlfriend.
2: Right, because I wanted to know where that the relationship like was going. That don't sound like pressure to you? It sounds like me voicing where I see my life going. It it sounds like me saying this is what I would like. You can decide to meet me there. If not, we can reevaluate what exactly we're doing.
1: Okay. Would I call it
2: pressure, per se? Not necessarily pressure. Uh, uh. Uh, 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 it is, it is, it is pressure,
1: but you don't want to say it's pressure. What about being you engaged? You might have felt pressure. What about there being was no engaged? pressure behind it. I said, we don't got to rush to get married. You said, I don't want to be engaged longer than a year. Is that not pressure?
2: Uh, That's me voicing uh, my opinion about it.
1: Uh, Sounds like pressure to me. So you say you want to be engaged. I get engaged. You say you want to be married within a year. We do that. We get married. Then you make it seem like like sex is a chore to your husband. Once again, I ask the question, why do women who push forth monogamy on the man they're dating then get overwhelmed with that man who tries to provide that monogamy to you why do you get upset when we're trying to be what you want us to be? You don't want me to be with no one else, right? Right? I'm asking. This is a serious right. question. yes, absolutely. You don't want me to be with no one else.
2: Absolutely.
1: So if I decide that all this testosterone I have, I want to give to you, why is this so overwhelming now? This is what you asked for.
2: Again, 26 and 27-year-old Kadeen... Uh was like, okay, here's the natural succession of life. You graduate, you're working, you meet somebody, you guys are dating. You want children. I want children. We don't want to wait too long or too late to have children, though now a lot of people are waiting until their 30s to have children.
1: And I understand why. And
2: And we, at that time, felt like, well, we're doing everything in this natural succession that the forces that be have given us this timeline. However i did not realize that after having children after you know career changes all of the turbulences that we've been through in life that that was going to have a direct effect
0: on my sex drive bruh sorry to scream sorry to scream sorry to scream Ooh, okay so oh, um i'm sorry Number 1, I'm coming from I, I'm just going to have to come with the tims on the New York way that I know how. First of all, how dare you? How dare you devalue devalue this woman who literally has been married to you for 10 years, but has been with you almost two decades of her life. How dare you on a platform such as this make it seem like the the most minute part of your marriage is what it's all based on? You mean to tell me after all she's given, she has delayed herself in her career, to go ahead and let him pursue all the things he's acting. He's on BET shows. He's doing this, that, and that with Tyler Perry. He has some things in the works, so she had to sit back. She went ahead and popped out three of his boys. She went ahead and this woman has went ahead and simultaneously – (laughs) raised your children and built this empire for you, for you to then look at her, not look at how beautiful she is, not look at how intelligent she is, not look at the fact that she can match your fly when it comes to entrepreneurship, not the fact that y'all probably have the same parenting kind of, you know, style because y'all don't seem to have an issue with that, not the fact that she she moved with you from New York to where y'all at now, which is LA, not the fact that she has literally sometimes because of his career choice she's gone ahead and said okay you know what i know that i'm married but i'm gonna have to be home a lot because when he's on auditions and he's doing this night and third you're not looking at any of that beauty the one thing you decided to look at is how much she is or is not on her back for you are you kidding me bruh and so it has to come to a point that you're like okay um let me start looking at stuff a little bit differently let me start looking at the fact that, you know, God could literally make it where, you know, God forbid that something could happen to her and she is unable to have kids. I'm sorry, like have kids to be able to be on her back or, or how, whatever position you like, sir. I literally do not respect the fact that this man looked at her, but he's hes not looking at her. He's looking through her. And that's why a lot of relationships fail. You are looking through her, sir. Why aren't you looking at what she has, the value that she's brought to your life? The disrespect thereof. Oh, my gosh. The fact that he just said, like, did you just hear him say, um... I'm granting you monogamy? Okay, see, mm, here's the thing. When somebody's talking, I hear what they're really trying to say. You can't, I don't care what you do, you can't fumigate feces from me. I smell it. Okay? And so the fact that It was okay you wanted to get engaged you wanted to get married and i granted that to you okay and i'm granting you monogamy hold on um i'm sorry what did you think that was a trade-off and maybe his perception of marriage was this person has to fulfill all my needs, particularly in this in this particular realm, sexually. You have to fill all of my needs, um, because uh, yeah, I decided you the person that I decided I was going to spend my life with. Really, sir? You looked at her and said, "If I give you this ring, you are enslaved to all of my needs." Really. Like, almost like if Jesus would have been like, so if I do this on Calvary, that means that you got to do exactly what I say all the time. Like, God don't even do that. So what makes you think that it was cool that for, to, to do that in an open forum? Like, why was that okay? So you granted. And then to ask her, and if you ever saw this clip, I hope that you did by this point. But if you ever saw this clip, as a woman, you can look in her face and see that this woman is uncomfortable. But what is he doing? He's making light of things. He's, eh, eh. Is that pressure? He's making noises. Like he's making fun of something that probably is really penetrating her soul. But you don't even see that because you're looking at penetrating another hole that doesn't allow you to see that. Something about a man that will look at you and say, <laughs> I can't, you don't want me to have sex with other people, right? To have to ask that question after 10 years shows me that she has been emotionally bullied because no man in his right mind will ask a woman that that is of value because women show you exactly how you can approach her and what you can and cannot say to her, sir. There's just certain things that you just don't ask people and you already know by the aura that they give off if they're strangers the body language, what have you. But if you have been in the presence of someone for a decade plus, there's just certain things that shouldn't even have to be a question. So the, the hypotheticalness of that question was for the only reason why you asked that, sir, is to embarrass her, to bully her. To make her feel like, so I'm going to ask you this so that the carrot of, ooh, I better step my, um, you know, my libido game up so that you'll have in the back of your mind, if I don't keep fulfilling this need, then he could possibly go somewhere else. You think that that's arousing, sir? Do you really think that, um having the it's almost like you want her to perform on a. look what I can do look anything you could do I could do like you want a competition and I have heard their conversations before because this is not the first time that they've bought it up this is the first time that they brought it up this way and so the fact that he has said before you know you always need breaks or whatever the case may be you know because he was saying and I quote I like animalistic sex I like that. Uh, uh, uh. He was making these noises, really kind of like, you know, barbaric low key. And so she said, yeah, I know. And so that's why I need like a day or two to read. I need some recouping time. And he was like, "Nah, I don't want that recouping time. I need that back to back. So you literally just told someone. <laughs> this is what the equivalent to that is. You cooked a dish. Somebody told you "Um, when you put that spice in it, it burns my mouth and then I can't. I don't have any taste buds for a little bit, so I can't enjoy my food the next day or two. So um, that spice is too much for me. And he was like, nah, but I want to cook with this spice every day. And they're like, yeah, but, but, but that spice is too much for me. And so anyone who is caring will say, you know what? There's a gazillion different ways that I can season this particular dish. There is a way that I can season it and still serve it, and it fits everybody's palate. That's important, which is just two people at this time. You mean to tell me that she is telling you, sir, um, your uh, mouse per hour, k great, when you thumping in these marital streets is a little bit too much. So much so that is preventing the uh, frequency that you like. So I need to recoup someone who loves someone hears i hear the problem uh i'm gonna come up with a resolve so that this resolution doesn't always have to be compromised but it can be tweaked to the point that we can both enjoy let me give you an example i love when i was in these cheesy streets i love anything mexican Give me the tortilla, the quesadilla, the taco. Give me every, and, and by the way, large queso, please. Thanks. Like, that's how we getting down. My husband does not um enjoy the uh mexicana meals as much as I do. La comida que mexicana. Okay? He doesn't it, it's not his thing. We have gone to m- my son loves it. My son was like, "Oh, you know, I want to eat at my birthday." Um and we've eaten and there's been times that my, my husband is like, "Just just the water, please." There is nothing in my being that looks at everybody else at the table enjoying themselves except my husband and that he'll just get something on the way back. So what we have started to do is, mm-mm. <laughs> no, um, e- even down to I remember a vivid moment where my family and I, the, the children and I, we all got Chipotle. My husband was like, eh. But what I started doing was, okay, whenever I'm going to eat something that is something I know that he doesn't like, I want to do it in the vicinity of a restaurant that he likes. So he loves Subways. He can, I mean, he can eat that. Uh, you can get him a gift card for $1,000 and he probably would shed a tear low key. Like it's that important. And so what I've done is, we don't both, I don't have to not eat what I like. And he doesn't have to be in the ambiance of something he doesn't like. But what if we both made it where that both of our needs are met at the same time? That's what marriage is. Literally, in every area of your, whether it's finances, somebody's a spender, somebody's a saver, it's like, okay, no, you don't have to stop spending all of the money and you don't have to save all of the money. So why don't we do a budget where I literally could budget and make sure that we're on track, but i also budget an amount that you're able to to spend that we both agree on. There is a way to do that in every area of your marriage, including sex. But I heard someone say this. I believe the author was Gay Hendricks, and he wrote the book The Big Leap. He literally said, sex issues is never about sex. And I didn't understand that until I heard this particular couple, this particular clip. I literally... As a psych major, because I love all things humanities and counseling and all of that, I literally see a woman who is being bullied until she looks exactly like the Stefford wife that he wanted. There is no way that you can look at someone that you love and say, um, well, why would you want to trap me if sex is a chore for you? When she's literally letting you know there's been so many psychological physical internal external there's all these different things that changed her libido and yet you don't see any of that you want her to do what she's supposed to do I also heard them the two of them this particular couple go on another podcast and he was complaining and upset because she didn't cook breakfast in the morning and he was like, you know, um, I feel like, you know, that's the least she can do. And I'm paying no all the bit. So, again, I totally get that this is not really a sex issue. This is I gave you this ring knowing that I never really wanted to be monogamous. And so if my punishment is one woman for the rest of my life, then for the rest of your life, you're going to have to please me. That's what I literally hear. Because she shouldn't have to can't explain you know she didn't feel adequately prepared for marriage no 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 he wasn't adequately prepared for marriage (laughs) no no you were you were very much prepared for what what you wanted you just wasn't sexually yoked with him but anything with where that's a problem between two people who love christ and love each other and love themselves is never a problem for long it's never a problem for long Because the goal that you're always trying to get to is you're continuously adjusting the doubt to make it comfortable for everybody. Point blank the period. She shouldn't have to explain, oh, but when I was 26, you know, maybe I would have, you know, kind of second guessed this, you know, now that I'm 36. uh, uh. And don't you, sir, can I, come here real quick. You really tried to bring up exclusivity as an issue. I was like, I'm sorry, make that make sense. So, you know, if you didn't if you didn't want to be married, um, what did he say? Because I'm just I just I can't it, it was the premise was you shouldn't have vouched for marriage if you knew that sex was going to be a chore. Right. That's essentially what it was. So I guess he just decided that any time, any place, you know, the deacon is Jenna Jackson. Uh, and any time, don't, don't care how she feels, how that looks, whatever, that she's just supposed to be his slave. And so I was like, man... How can we get that energy or why is he giving that energy to his spouse when you don't you couldn't give that energy to someone else? You couldn't go to the bank and say, listen, you know, I know why y'all want this exclusivity? You know, I don't even want to use that word. It makes my stomach. Why y'all want to be exclusive? Why you ask somebody that? Why would you want this commitment with me? I, I listen, I know you gave me the home loan or whatever, but like if you was going to give me the home loan, then then why also um, why can't I go out to somebody else and get some loans from them too? It's like there are the big ticket items in life. They want to know that you are committed to something with them and only them. Even jobs have a um. What, what's that thing that they have? It's that non. Not compete, thank you. That non compete thing that goes with jobs. Anything that is meaningful wants to know that you are with them and only them. You're not looking anywhere else and that they can depend on you. And the dependency that they give you is reciprocated. Why do you think God said, listen, I don't want you to have no other gods before me. First and foremost, let's go ahead and do that. Because if I'm going to set you aside as my people, if you're going to be my children, if I'm going to give you, you know, just give you my heart and and put all this into you, I don't want you looking at nobody else to to meet your need, to go out and pray and do anything else. Like, I want you to have no other gods before me. God can say that. God can say that. So he set the tone. The people who give you your car, if you didn't pay it cash, they can also say that the people who issue you insurance they can also tell you if we're going to be insuring this car these are the rules that you have to follow to do that if you're going to be renting our particular home you can't have this many dogs this many cats this that and the third there's some rules for renting my property if you're gonna work at this job here are the rules it is a drug-free workplace there is no sexual harassment here it's a nonviolent work environment you are expected to be here at this this time if you have a second job we need to be able to know what that is so we can make sure that th- there's nothing that's conflicting and so there is a, everything in your life that is meaningful Acts for exclusive i'm not even saying the word right for you to be exclusive with them let's just go ahead and do that right but you don't go to the car people and be like Man, you know what, I, I, I'd rather, because sometimes you complain about putting gas in or paying that particular note or once again that particular maintenance thing comes up, you don't ever just be like, you know what, I should have just stuck to Uber. When it comes to cleaning up your house, you're not happy all the time about cleaning up and paying that particular electric bill or, or whatever utility thereof. You don't look at it like, you know what, I should. it was better when I was just renting a room. You don't look at the more that you make, the more responsibilities you get and start looking at it like, you know what? It was better when I was a student or when I was interning. So how dare he look at his wife, see that the responsibilities increased, that his maturity didn't follow, and look at her like, I should have just stayed single. Are you kidding me, bro? Like, like real talk, can I just, like, are you kidding me? And the only thing that I can think of was I feel like we all need to go back to the Bible because again, you know I'm always gonna pull pull from that. Like Ephesians five, when it talks about um spirit guided relationships, wives and husbands in Ephesians five. You know I read from the L in, in LT versions. Let's just go ahead with that because I'm irritated. So five and then verse twenty one. Matter of fact, I'm gonna start from twenty two. For wives, nope, this is twenty one. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. twenty two. For wives, this means submit to your husband as to the Lord. twenty three. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. 24 as the church submits to christ so you wives should submit to your husbands and everything now i'm gonna go ahead and stop there because a lot of bible thumpers okay great and people who want to abuse the word use this just for the purpose of abusing just like some people use christianity to have slaves and they abuse the word then okay it's no different now this is not saying that you are slaves to your husband this is saying that his mission is that God gave him to lead the family, or just if you don't have children yet, or to lead you, that you need to be under the mission. You need to be submissive to the mission that God gave him. Nothing about this is saying um, we need you to go ahead and um, submit yourselves to the point that you feel like a tool. God is not about abuse. So yeah, it says that you should submit to your husbands and everything, but I'm sorry, I think the, um, the people are assuming that every husband loves their wife, that every husband wants to cater to their wife. And so this is for the men who are actually catering to their wives, the men who are actually wanting to be a better man, a better leader, a, b- a better man in Christ. So there's certain things that it's like, yeah. So when you're reading that, you like, see, you, you should be submitting to everything. Also understand that, uh, yeah, but God wrote this for a man who goes to Christ when it comes to me. Because I'm sure if you would have went to Christ and said, okay, so there's a problem in the bedroom. You created sex. I don't care what trace song says. Okay, um, so what do we do? Either decrease my libido, increase hers, or do something, but we're not going to let flesh get in the middle of covenant. God can do anything. But only a man that's wise enough to really know what the characteristics of marriage really contain can go ahead and decipher that. So continue, verse 25. For husbands, this means love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church, he gave up his life for her, 26, to make her holy and clean, washing by the cleansing of the word. Hmm, (laughs) listen, like I know something, right? And I didn't even read the rest of the verse. Okay, great. Let's jump down to 28. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. And you know why that's so tricky? Because loving your wife is different from how he loves his wife and maybe how Troy loves his wife and maybe one person over there. So loving your wife looks different. You, that's why you can't look at people and be like, oh, well, such and such does blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but he probably loves her in a way to manifest whatever it is that he he would want. Because I'm going to go ahead and explain to you. God made women manifestors. You want kids, you go ahead and do what needs to be done. She manifests a seed until it is full-blown. You want dinner, you go ahead and... Sh- anything that a woman touch is catered and nurtured and manifested to be the vision that is was spoken over her and so the fact that even back to, down to adam that he looked at eve and was like mm, bone of my bone flesh of my flesh you know i shall call you eve Her name never changed because that's what he declared her to be. Now, I done read in the Bible where Sarai became Sarah, and I read in the Bible, there was some name changes along the way, but for whatever the reason, Eve, that name stuck. It was like, no, this is what your husband spoke over you, so this is who you are. You are the mother of all living things. It is so powerful when a man speaks over his wife. It is so powerful when a man can identify that. Oh my gosh, your blood of your bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, and he just doesn't see a big button and smile. That girl is poison. You see what I'm saying? There is a certain connection that comes with covenant. There is a delicacy, there's a sternness, but all of those particular drives and gears can only be downloaded through the Holy Spirit for people who are attached to Christ. I'm not saying that marriages that are not within the faith don't work because they do in their own way. But for what God had in mind, (laughs) this is exactly the blueprint. The blueprint is in his book. He didn't speak this just to make people confused and be like, okay, so I don't really, I have no idea. No, there's a manual. I just got a new iPhone, right? And I am totally like, how do you, what do you do? And you know what was sold to me? Did you read the manual? And I was like, no, because I figured I had iPhones before. So this should just be like the other iPhones, right? No. Just like he's looking at the fact like, but... He, she was once just somebody he was talking to and dating. Then she became somebody that, you know, he was dating for long term. They had a title then, and then it became, okay, Uh, however they got to it, but they went ahead and got engaged. And then, okay, so then they became married. Okay, so now they went ahead, and now they're parents. Okay, so now they're hitting the, the realm of entrepreneurship, okay? And so now they are they have a social media influencing kind of thing, right? And so th- from what I just counted their title changed seven times right seven times their title changed and he expected to still treat her from the cut and paste from what he knew before if I can't do that with my iPhone if I can't treat new iPhone number X whatever the way I treated my iPhone 4 five six. it is so different it may look the same it may have the same mechanics there may be things about it that you're like you know what but but it's it's still made from apple but you will make the mistake of thinking because it looks the same then i can treat it the same and you haven't grown enough to know that you need to go back to the manual how you treated your girlfriend is not how you treat the mother of your children how you treat it. you see are you following what i'm saying like, literally, I had to call someone to say, how I can't get this thing to, to do a screenshot. How do you? I had to ask someone how to do that. Like, I never had an iPhone before. And sometimes that could be humiliating. And sometimes that could feel and look a lot like, well, why don't you know? And sometimes you can go ahead and shift blame and just be like, well, you know, Apple's acting up, which to be honest, today I did that. I was like, man, I'm just going to try Android because this is, because I want something that when I get it, it doesn't change. And I heard DeVell tell that in another clip that I had. He literally told her, what I saw in you at 18, I fell in love with that, and as we have been together i've had to let the idea of that woman that i fell in love with go i want to go ahead and just say the issue is not sex they have deep rooted issues that i think is just now coming to surface and it's masked as intimacy you're not cooking. You're not, because it seems to be the tone of what she's not doing enough. And I don't think that he's matured enough to know how to handle this new update. So my challenge to you is look at the area of your life that you could possibly be devaluing, putting some devalue to. Look at the parts in your life that you're like, but I feel like I should know this. And, and you know, it may be issues at your job where you're like, you know, I've been working since I've been this old. And how come I'm not catching on to this? Or how come I feel, you know, intimidated for, for any particular reason? And it's just a matter of, okay, you know what? It may be the same company. It may not. It may be a new supervisor. maybe may be the same one, whatever. But there is always something that should make you sharpen the skill of you, to sharpen the skill of whatever it is that is looming that makes you feel like, okay, this wasn't as comfortable as it was before. Because it, maybe it's not that you need to change. Maybe it's that you didn't update yourself on the changes and how, how to travel and navigate down that new path. Just because it's the same car doesn't mean you know this area. And just because you know this area, you may have to drive differently in a new car. There are so many components to it. You have to give yourself the chance. You may look at your relationship like, oh, you don't have to have that five-year itch in marriage. You don't have to have that, oh, you know, it's the cold moments in whatever the case may be. You don't have to have any of that. You literally need to have a come-back-to-the-table Jesus moment and literally be humble enough and unveiled enough to ask your significant other who are you in this season? Hi, I'm such and such. Pleased to meet you. Have your favorite colors change? Have your hobbies change? Have your, you know, all these different things. My husband and I went out the other day for his birthday and he was like, oh, I know what I want next year. And I was like, what? He said, I want golf lessons. This man has never talked about golf before, but you know what? Allow him to reintroduce himself. That's still my husband. But there's information that goes on in his mind or it may pique his interest that I'm not privy to because I don't live in his cranium. And so when you love someone, the whole goal is I want you to grow with me so that you don't have to say that whole thing about, you know, we we just grew apart. No, you stop growing together, which means you have to communicate and speak when something is changing. Do you see what I'm saying? It may be something in your friendships that you're like, ah. I don't feel as close to such and such as, as I used to. Okay, then it's either time to have a difficult conversation or it's time to have a difficult cutoff. Because you need, we can't just go ahead and make things black and white anymore in certain aspects. It can't be, you know, my day ones can't go with me. And it also can't be I'm going to hold on to my day ones until I can't hold on no more. Ebbing and flowing through life. And allowing God to navigate you the way that you need to be navigated is the secret sauce to all things awesome. Because we don't know how long to hold on to something or when to let go. We don't know any of that. And if we try to hold on to old mindsets, old way of thinking, we're going to miss it. Even the Bible says that God wouldn't put new wine in old wine skin. Why not, God? It was already wine in that that skin patch. Why wouldn't you just do like a refill? Isn't that what we do in modern times when we go to restaurants or doing fast food? You know, sometimes they'll say, hey, you know, free refill whatever. So we take whatever was, you know, we we had, we drink it, and then we want to refill. feel it and god is like "Mm -mm, but i can't do that because if i'm gonna do something new the whole thing gotta be new and and if i'm gonna identify something old then i mean it means that it cannot be cross-contaminated with the new mindset do you see what i'm saying listen you know what these conversations are they are life-provoking conversations, conversations that everybody's going to have with you, okay? Because I am your favorite homegirl, okay, great? And I need you to go ahead and make sure that when you see this phone uh, ringing with my name and all that stuff, and it didn't do however your ringtone goes, I need you to answer because we're going to make each other better. Do you understand that? <sighs> Devalued. Mm, what a pity anyway before i go on part two rant let me just go ahead and go so i'm gonna let you uh i'm gonna go ahead and let you let me go okay all right later